tomorrow night. The teams that are right now the two best teams in baseball will be squaring off. So uh, a lot of fun as the Red Sox come to town, and uh, we're joined by the Yankee uh, general manager, Brian Cashman. Cash, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How's everything? Well, in the last few weeks, it's gotten a little better, right? Uh, so, uh, it has been uh, torrid, as a matter of fact. It well, is, it, things have uh, really gotten very, very good for you, absolutely. Yeah, we'll take it while it's lasting, because, you know, it's a long year, so you you take the good times and be thankful and Hopefully we'll weather the bad times when they come to. A um, couple things. Injury update. Bird first. How about Bird? Uh, bird started uh, an extended spring today, so uh, he DH'd. You know, we had an extended spring game over in Clearwater. So he had uh, five at-bats, and um, and Billy McKinney also is down playing in, in extended spring. So those guys obviously are starting to knock the rust out and get going. They've put themselves, you know, in a health position-wise to be cleared to play. And and they'll be, uh, I'm sure, in rehab games outside of extended spring before you know it. All right. Uh, Drury. Uh, he's now, uh, we moved him over to Trenton. He's going through his rehab protocols, uh, cleared to play. Obviously, he wouldn't be on rehab assignment if he wasn't healthy enough to be a player. And, um, you know, we're still going through his, you know, um, the treatments that we provided that have alleviated uh, a lot of the symptoms that he was having you prior. Know, you have a handle on his situation now? Uh, yeah, I think so. And I think he's responding extremely well. And uh, all arrows are pointing up. We're not reinstating him as of yet. Um, but I think that day is coming sooner than later where we'll uh, uh, put him on an active roster. And, uh, but, you know, uh, we've got to finish him off here real quick. I know he's in a good place uh, and feeling better every day, which is you know, obviously good news for us. And, you know, just like all these guys, getting them back uh, as a choice for us is vitally important because we were pretty paper thin there for a while, especially in the outfield side. All right. How about your relievers? Uh, slack ground throwing right now. It's going to take a little while for them, you know, um, but they, they're obviously getting to the point where they can throw on flat ground, which is good. So they're still a ways away, though. Not, neither one are close to coming back, right? I mean, they're not within the next week to 10 days. So, uh, but, you know, obviously it, we're getting to the point now where once they're starting their throwing programs, which is you know, obviously important. Herman gave you a great game yesterday. Did you look at him as a guy that his future was as a starter rather than as a reliever or a long man? Where did you see him? Well, when we when we traded for him as part of that deal, he was all the way down in the South Atlantic League, but we had him as their number one pitching prospect at the time we got him, you know, but at the same time, you know, he was a he had a lightning arm and and he was so far away that you know at the time he was a starter and we projected him as potentially as a starter but you never know how the development process goes and as they move up the ladder and how they re- you know respond and in his case you know he had a Tommy John since he's come to us and uh, but he's progressed really well um, and you know he's a you know really above average three pitch mix and uh, you know so we have definitely in the last two years assessed him as starter capability without question but also like any of these guys can help us out of the pen and if need be if we if everything was firing on all cylinders but you know he's been thrust into play as a starter and thankfully responding well to it for us you know i never heard anybody was talking with brian cashman of course the yankees uh their torrid run that'll lead them right into the red sox tomorrow night the two best teams in baseball right now squaring off at the stadium first to three um cash I never heard anybody except say anything except glowing things. I never heard anybody knock Torres in any way, ever say anything except glowing things the whole time since the day he was came in the trade. 
Uh, everyone raved about him. Uh, no one ever doubted anything about him. And now he's come up and he's been everything that anyone could have ever hoped for and more. Um, I know everyone was very high on him, but I think even you'd probably have to be still pleasantly surprised with how, how well he's played. He's done a great job. We've got to remember it's 15 games, but... He looks great, though. But he he does. He looks... Uh, he's playing really well for us on both sides of the ball, and, and you know, we've seen, you know, that ability, uh, you know, from him, not, not just when we acquired him, when we were scouting the Cubs, but even when you turn the clock back to 2013, we had assessed him, as, you know, out of Venezuela as the number one international prospect on the board and uh, as a free agent. And unfortunately, he picked the Cubs. He didn't pick us and signed with them. And uh, obviously, there's always a lot of competition in that arena. And so, you know, we kept track of him throughout. And he, everything he's ever done now in the pro ranks is, you know, kind of honored what we thought of him as an amateur side. And every level that he's risen, he continues to maintain and excel, um, you know, both, you know, physically and mentally and performance wise. And so uh, I'm not surprised what he's doing. I can't say it's something, you know, that caught and it catched caught any of us off guard because anybody that's got a chance to watch him play has been, you know, walking away pretty impressed. Or right. if you're a scout, you're putting a real high grade on the guy. So just thankfully he's really impacting us in a positive way. Yeah, he looks insane. I mean, some guys just step in and look like they just have been here forever. And also just everything is effortless. Every part of the game is effortless. I mean, it just looks easy for him. Yeah, we've got him in a really – or he's got himself right now in a really good zone. But, you know, as we talk about what we're seeing right now, you turn the clock back and remember as he was knocking rust off. He hadn't played since last, what, June, I think it was. But in spring training, he didn't look good. You know, he wasn't swinging the bat well. You know, uh, you know the defense was there. But, but you know, he didn't have a good spring, and it took him a little longer to get him going, which is not a surprise given the fact that he missed the second half last year. And uh, But now he's hit the ground running once he hit AAA and – to the point where he forced his way up here, and and uh, hopefully he's here to stay. He, tell you the defensive side of this thing's really been a oh, he's impactful. been tremendous. Yeah, yeah really, really impacted yeah, us in, yeah. uh, in such a positive way. Did you think that was his best position? Did you have a feeling which would be his best position? Well, I mean, we have always feel he's a shortstop first and foremost, but we we felt as we played around with him that it looked like he could handle third as well as second. Everything just came natural to him. He, you know, on the infield side, he he's allowed us to. You know, because of what we have at the big league level with Didi, we've you know prepared him in a way with the shifting and everything, and also trying to find a proper lane. You know, whenever he could potentially impact us, uh, he's you know, responded extremely well to to the new positioning. So, um, I'd say shortstop first and foremost, and then you know second would be probably his second best position, and then third base would be you know the final best position. Although he hasn't had much time over there, but. But right now he's, you know, with what we've got with Didi at short, you know, it's it looks like a position that hopefully he can hold on for quite some time. And you have to like what you've seen from Andahar too, because he didn't come up here and hit right away, which had to put some pressure on him, and he still just went about his business and got himself back in the mix. Yeah, he's done a nice job. Very you know, good job. Obviously, yes. he's come in here, and you know, I know he's, uh, I think, cooled off a little bit here of late. Uh, but uh, you know, his bat's always been a, a head of the glove, and this year that he's put the kind of the that narrative behind him as well uh now that you don't sit there and, and wonder what you're going to get from the defensive side i think he's settling in he's very comfortable he knows a big leaguer and uh and that you know he's got confidence now on both sides of it and and um he's impacted that one column for us you know as well you know obviously drury went down with the injury and he's 
you know, that's the way a lot of guys get opportunities, and he's taking advantage of it. Do you look at your team differently now because of how quickly they've both come? I mean, you have to, you know, you had question marks. You went and got some veteran guys who can fill extra positions like Walker and obviously Jury. But do you uh, look at your team differently now? Do you look at them as regulars now? Yeah, I mean, we always felt that they were regulars. It was just kind of when, uh, when would it be ready to plug and play, and and that was the you know, you know, that's just the question. The game will tell us. That that's we always kind of have to give way at the end of the day to the game, and and allowing that to dictate what how things play out and that the time frame to play out. You can't really force things, and obviously uh, when. You know, some chess pieces, uh, you know, get knocked over. So when Drury got down, you know, was knocked down with the injury, it gave uh, Lane for Andahar to come in because Drury won that job out of spring training, you know, by hair, I'd say, but still he won it. And then, uh, and then Clyber Torres got, you know, he, he didn't have a chance really by his play to be considered in the conversation during spring training. And Tyler Wade was exceptional, so he took that job. But then when Tyler struggled here and, and Glaber just took off, Triple uh, A, we made a change and, and, you know, it's just, as I said, the game just kind of dictates what you have to do when you have to do it. Talking with Brian Cashman about the Yankees, who obviously after that uh, mediocre start with a lot of cold weather, a lot of injuries, and a lot of inconsistent play, especially some inconsistent fielding, the Yankees have put on an incredible run here as they get ready for the Red Sox, uh, having uh, put together an incredible 15-1 and record uh, of late and uh, just uh, come from behind wins and everything you could ask for. Uh, I didn't address Montgomery, which I should have when I talked about the injuries with the bullpen. How about the we? What what can you add as far as light as to what you see so far, or how you'll manage that injury? I mean, just with time. I mean, thankfully, uh, you know, when they did the diagnostic testing, and you know, the ligament is good, and uh, you know, he just uh, he has that uh, flexor muscle strain, and you know, so it's a I think it's a three week no throwing program, and then uh, and then get him going after that, and. Yeah, so that's a lot of time for a starter, you know, so we're going to have to build them back up. But, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, the return to play protocols, if they're followed properly, you know, he, you know, we should get him back and, and as a productive choice for us again as we move forward. And I'm sure we'll need all the pitching we can get as always, but, you know, in the summer when he returns at some point. But, uh, you know, he's going to be down for that three-week period, and hopefully he can make that three weeks go real quick in terms of the no throws and then – uh, rest and yeah, and heal, and then uh, they'll get him on a flat ground through a throwing program, and then batting practice, and then start to stretch him out every five days, which will take time, unfortunately. You know, but I, probably two months, I guess. I I am surprised. I have to admit, I never expected Sabathia to keep this up, uh, and it seems now like it's it's like he's just there. He knows what, how to address it. He knows what to do. He knows what the what the cut has given him. He knows the pitcher he's become. And I just thought, you know, hey, last year you can't count on that again. But, boy, it's amazing how consistent he is now. He has been tremendous, uh, both obviously as a performer and a leader in that clubhouse. Um, certainly uh, had a lot of opportunities, I think, uh, to go elsewhere if he so chose. He loves, you know, he lives here. He loves playing for this franchise for this fan base and and uh so he came back and you know and i think he loves his teammates and what's going on here and so he's he's just been impressive every step of the way and and as you're saying and alluding to transforming from the power starter to to the finesse uh you know i don't know if trickster is the right word but uh but inducing weak contact contact i mean he's just continues to go out there and, and just give us a, gives us a you know, significant chance to win every five days and you feel really comfortable. So we just have to make sure we take care of him, uh, you know, over the course of, you know, a season. Um, and I know Booney and Larry uh, will be doing that. And, uh, and, and 
you know, we got obviously if we can run them out there as much as we possibly can and take care of them at the same time, you know, I think we have a good shot to add to his, you know, successful career win column and ultimately get that final prize that we're trying to all fight for while he's still here. I get you while your team is on a torrid stretch, but uh, what would you say so far about your manager uh, into this first portion of his first season? It feels like he's, you know, been doing this a long time. Um, you know, it's as you watch this stuff play out on a daily basis, you know, you, you forget that, you know, anything that he there's a lot of things that are new that he'll be experiencing from the manager's chair for the first time ever. And, and so especially while we're having the success we're having, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, he's continuing to just grow and be comfortable, even though I don't think he's never been uncomfortable. Uh, it just feels uh, that, you know, he was made for the position and he's handling it quite well. And I think he's got the respect of the clubhouse and, and we're having a successful run right now. Anything that he, anything about him surprise you, or has it been what you expected? Wow, I don't know if I could say what I expected because how do you expect anything? Well, He's I mean, on, you he, must have grabbed something from your interviews and and what you expected him to be. Has he been the guy you thought he would be? He's been the guy I hoped he would be. Uh, I think he's honoring um, the assessments that we. And the bets we made on him from that interview process, and he's living up to every aspect of that, you know. So, because you could get fooled in interviews, you can be, wow, well, you know, you missed something, what have you. But so far, he's exactly what we thought he was and what we think he can be, and I think he's going to serve us quite well. And uh, you know, we've had we've had a good run with great. You know, great managers here. Whether it was obviously Joe Girardi, and then prior to that, Joe Torre, and and uh, and so you know, I'm looking forward to him being a real positive member here and and leading us uh, from that chair as we move forward. He's been he's done a great job, I think. How about uh, the two things before I get to the Red Sox? The uh, Sonny Gray, Romine, Sanchez thing. Are you comfortable with it? Will you okay if he needs Romine or wants Romine? You okay with that right now? I think we have to be, uh, you know, the way it's playing out. I, I think the hope would be that, you know, just because of the way schedules shake out and if you, you know, and you, you know, when we dream big for, you know, being in the postseason, that the manager can deploy the best uh, lineup, uh, both offensively and defensively, that he can at his disposal. Um, but, you know, I think you're, what you've seen and what we've reacted to is Sonny uh, has a, you know, better comfort level with Austin Romine and, you know, it's kind of forced that hand and he's responded, you know, well to it. And so uh, I think we all are uh, in the understanding mode that it's in our best interest to keep playing that hand, uh, despite obviously you like to be able to have all the choices you want whenever you want them. It's kind of worked out a little bit lately, you know, with day games after night games and stuff where it gives us a chance to rest Gary regardless. But uh, I think optimally you'd like to be able to do it do whatever you want whenever you want it, but it just doesn't work all that way because at all times because they're human beings and and some connections are better than others. And I th- I know that they're in terms of teammate on teammate, Sonny and, and Gary are great together. Um, but clearly the the combination of Sonny and Romine as pitcher to catcher seems to be working ex- exceedingly better than than the other alternatives. So you know Gary's been working great with uh, all the other. Uh, pitchers and if it has to be this way you know to get the most out of Sonny I think it's in our best interest to probably play that way. How about the deployment of uh, Stanton DH versus in the outfield? I think he you know I tell you what he's on the defensive side he's been and even on the DH side he's been selfless he came in here as you know a very successful major league player in his own right uh, coming off of an MVP season and 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 be and, and he's matching 
his words he sh- uh, shared with us, which is, I'll do whatever it takes, that whatever you need. Um, don't worry about me. And uh, he lived up to that every which way he's played. I've seen some exceptional plays in left and right field, um, you know, since the season started. Uh, and obviously giving way to the DH role and, and conceding right field to predominantly to go to judge. And, you know, it's, I, I can't compliment him enough for all those different, you know, uh, overtures. And I think it's serving us well. I, I don't feel like we're losing uh, much whenever, you know, uh, Aaron decides to deploy him a certain way. I think we're fine, and uh, and I think he's fine, which is such a huge benefit for us when you bring in a, uh, someone that's as star studded as he is uh, at this stage. And and those type of selfless acts, I think that has a real positive impact on that clubhouse because people see what they're doing and standing away for the greater good. And I think that's you know that's something that affects everybody in a really great way. Uh, we don't know about Betts. Hopefully he plays because it's just more fun if he does. His 13 homers and his 355 average. Uh, we don't know yet if he's going to play after getting injured. But be that as, as it is, uh, how about the Red Sox right now? Uh, their start matching yours, you catching them after their torrid start. Uh, how about uh, the Red Sox right now? Yeah, they have a great team. I mean, it's not anything we didn't know going into this. Uh, they're the defending American League champs and American League East champs, and uh, and obviously we, you know, they got out such a great start at seventeen and two, and and put every, you know, put them a great deal of distance between them and the field, and uh, so thankfully we've been able to close ground here in the last month, and and so you know we we've been going up against you know a terrific team after terrific team every series it seems like so now we got a new you know uh, team to go up against and it's Boston obviously the old rivalry so um, I think today's a much needed off day after 18 in a row but our guys I'm sure are looking forward to getting after it again tomorrow and and seeing if we can you know gain some more ground here in the next three days. Well, remarkable when you talk about, well, you had the hot streak and then we'll see the 13 games against the four teams, Angels, Astros, Indians, into the Red Sox, and right now you're 9-1 and one in the first 10, which is you know, not too shabby, you know? Yeah, I, I tell you what, it's, you know, the position that we all have, whether it's fan or your general manager or coach or manager or player or whatever, you know, uh, there's some times you could have some sleepless nights. And, and certainly uh, when you're on a nice run like we're on right now, I'm going to try to take advantage of that and have some at least good nights where I can catch up on my sleep. Because, again, it's a long year. It's six months long before it's all said and done. So, uh, so right now, feel good that we're playing as well as we are. I'm uh, glad that we're getting our guys who are on the DL closer to coming back and being legitimate alternatives for us uh, whenever needed. And um, and hopefully we can obviously find a way to, 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 to reverse positions currently with Boston, who happens to be leading the division right now by a game, and see where it takes us as we move forward. It just just uh, hopefully we play our best and stay healthy to, you know, as long as we can because uh, you know, obviously we, you know, we got a lot of great teams in this league. And, you know, a word on, you know, you traded for Torres, which we know, uh, and we know how he's performed in the short term. You traded for Didi, and it's a, he had big shoes to fill, and it's, it's, I, I can't think of a player who came to probably fill a spot. I mean, Tino did it and did it very well when he came in and moved in and, ha- and really became an enormous favorite. But Didi, his play has reached such a level now, and he has become such a big part of everything the Yankees do. It's amazing what he's become. Yeah, really, uh, it's a credit to him as a player and a person, you know, to captivate, you know, uh, you know opposing teams, uh, you know, trying to figure out a way to get him out. And, 
um, the respect level that I think everybody in the industry has for his defense. Uh, but his fan engagement is second to none too. He's just a you know a terrific all around player in person and you know we're lucky to have him here in, in new york for us um and so it's a position that's very difficult to to anchor and we were fortunate enough to have it someone of for 20 years anchoring it uh which is a rare sight in itself uh so so we've been very fortunate to follow that up with someone like Didi. Oh, listen, uh, you can't get hotter than you are right now, so enjoy it. It's always fun when the Yankees and Red Sox get together, and uh, you know we, go, we have you come on sometimes when things aren't going well. You know, It's nice to have you on once in a while when the team's as hot as it could possibly get, so it's a little different perspective right now, you know? I appreciate that. I, I actually asked our media relations director, Jason Hill, I was like, listen, we're going well. Do I really, should I even bother going on with anybody? He goes, yeah, go on out. He said, you haven't talked to anybody for three weeks, so I was like, okay. So you can thank Jason for me doing the media circuit today. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, good luck. Uh, enjoy the next couple of days. Thanks. I appreciate it, Mike. Uh, well. Cash- Brian Cashman, as the Yankees continue their torrid ways, and obviously he's got to be thrilled with what he's gotten out of his uh, double play combination with making the deal for Didi and look what he's become. And obviously Torres has been everything. You know, I can't remember one time anybody talking about him when he was part of the before he was part of the trade. After that. Any year, no one ever said, you know, he's not as good as expected. I think he's overrated. You usually hear that about everybody. You never heard one word negative about this guy. And look how good he's come up and, and, and played. I mean, it's not just that he's come up and played well or hit well. He just looks the part. Nothing seems too big. No spot is too big. You've watched him win games now a couple of times in the last week. Uh, you know, get huge hits. I mean, he just it, – it, nothing – seems to be overwhelming him. He just seems as smooth and is uh, controlled and just completely, you know, really just inside, you know, just calm and everything's okay and confident and just incredibly smooth about everything he does. Remarkable how good he's looked. He's looked as good as you could ever expect a young player to come up and look. That's how good he looks. Back after this. 